This is News Talk. Big meeting this evening with some ministers and coalition leaders about this uh, cost of living package, the spring cost of living package that we're expecting. Uh, Apparently they're going to decide on Tuesday finally what the announcement will be. But the Irish Independent this morning says that the Green Party is going to block the introduction of another €200 electricity credit this summer. Uh, This would be the fourth credit, by the way. So we've already, well, I haven't got my last €200 one yet. Uh, Then there's another one coming in March. The talk was there'd be another one in the summer. But the Green Party apparently going into these crunch talks on a new cost of living package, uh, going into those talks, saying that they'll block the energy credit. Uh, The Greens will argue the rollout of any further universal support to families to offset their energy bills should be delayed until later in the year. And instead, the Greens is going to argue that the most vulnerable families should be prioritised for support in the coming weeks. Um, So we'll see how that goes. There are a lot of people out there who will say that they'll take the 200 quid, but do they really need it? And maybe they feel that it should go to those most at risk. And then other people would say, well, we're all struggling with the cost of living crisis at the moment. So we'll see how the talks go. Big announcement on Tuesday. I'm sure stuff will be leaked out before then, though. The Irish Examiner has an interview with Thonish the Michal Martin in the paper today. uh, And he is saying that vaping is the tobacco industry Uh, getting revenge on Ireland for indoor smoking bans. And I suppose not just on Ireland, but of course Ireland was one of the first to introduce a smoking ban indoors. Micheál Martin, of course, was the health minister uh, who brought in the smoking ban and he told the Irish examiner about the difficulties of establishing the smoking ban in law two decades ago, as well as its legacy. And he says that vaping is the revenge of the tobacco industry and is something he is very angry about. The Irish Daily Mail scrap plan to let teenagers change gender. Ministers need to listen to doctors and not allow teenagers aged under 18 to self-declare their gender without parental consent. That's according to Professor Donal O'Shea, who has told the Irish Daily Mail that politicians are scared to oppose transgender agendas. Uh, So at the moment the government is moving ahead according to the Education Minister Norma Foley with its plans to allow 16 and 17 year olds register as their chosen gender Uh, but Donald O'Shea is telling the Mail that they shouldn't do that unless they have parental consent and we shouldn't be moving the age below 18. The Irish Times goes with Nicola Sturgeon as its main story. Sturgeon stuns UK politics with surprise resignation. I watched the speech on Sky News yesterday. I thought it was a very good speech, a resignation speech, where she just detailed exactly why she's going, uh, talking about the pressures of the job and that the time is right. And I did sort of think how refreshing, particularly the likes of Nicola Sturgeon and Jacinda Ardern, to decide for themselves that the time is right to go rather than continuing on maybe living in your ego and just sort of saying, you know, I'm the leader and I'm going to stay on. She said, no, enough is enough. What I was really struck by was just she was kind of detailing what it's like being a politician and how your everyday life is affected, even things like going for coffee with friends. But I just thought, why would anyone get into politics? It sounds like the most awful job. You hear about all of the abuse that they get. You've absolutely no private life. 
and people are just attacking you constantly. Anyway, main story in the Irish Times is about her resignation and how quickly things move on because today her party's going to look and see who the next leader could possibly be. So you're only a leader when you're leader and when you're gone, you're gone. Uh, also, the Irish Times says that the former GAA star who's under investigation for alleged fraud approached a prominent Irish-American figure last month looking for help to secure a bailout to repay his debts. This is a well-known figure in Irish-American circles who said that he was contacted out of the blue on his mobile by the former player last month looking for the names of wealthy people from his home county living in America who might help him resolve his financial difficulties. And he did say to that Irish-American individual that he was ill and needed help paying his bills. The Irish Daily Star goes with the big uh, raid on the Long Mile Road the other day. Dopes is the headline. Kinnahan bosses who used used CCTV to check cocaine factory workers weren't stealing have left hours of footage of the €3 million plant in operation. Cops busted the site on Tuesday so actually there seems to be CCTV footage of the alleged cocaine factory there. Uh, So Gardaí have days of alleged footage from inside the alleged hidden drugs factory. That's on the star. The Irish Sun goes with the RT Pay which was announced yesterday uh, and the headline is 145,000 euro Ray cut. RT have slashed many of its biggest hosts' pay. Ray Darcy's taking a whopper hit of 145 grand. So he got 450,000 euro in 2019, but then in 2021 he got 305,000 euro. Claire Byrne earned 100 grand more in 2021, so she now earns 350 thousand euro and if you get the calculator out Ryan Tuberty who's on about 440 grand a year so he earns eight and a half thousand euro a week. Now the Irish Daily Star goes with traffic in Dublin uh, and it is pretty bad. Uh, One of the things I enjoy about starting so early and finishing so early is that I don't have to counteract all the traffic in Dublin and the star says Dubliners have lost the most time in traffic out of a list of 389 cities last year. Tom Tom has revealed that the average Dublin city centre driver lost 145 hours for a 10 kilometre trip driven daily at peak hours. That's how much you're losing. If you drive at peak times in Dublin 10k you're losing 145 hours of your life every year just sitting in idle traffic there London ranked the slowest overall travel time taking an average of 36 minutes and 20 seconds Dublin ranked third slowest on this list there. So a lot of people losing a lot of time sitting in traffic in Dublin. There's another story to shame mothers and pregnant women uh, in the Irish Independent this time. It's always something in the papers about pregnancy particularly to do with drinking and pregnancy. So the latest news is that drinking one small glass of wine a week in the three months before pregnancy not even while you're pregnant, before you're pregnant, may alter the face of the child. Apparently it's the first time scientists have found a link between small levels of alcohol consumption even before pregnancy and how it alters the faces of children. The Irish Daily Star <coughs> has an exclusive. They've been to the pub in Dublin. I don't know if you've been out in Dublin recently, uh, particularly in Temple Bar, trying to buy a pint. But the news is that pubs in Temple Bar are being slammed for their extortionate prices because they're now flogging pints 
for a tenner if you don't mind. The star visited six pubs in Dublin, in Temple Bar, and found three were charging in excess of €9.50 for certain tipples. A pint of Heineken, Carlsberg, Hop House, Bulmers or Orchard Thieves costs €9.95, which is believed to be the dearest in the country. And the star has gone off and interviewed some tourists in Temple Bar who rightly are quite shocked by the price because I suppose for a lot of tourists they do associate, rightly or wrongly, Ireland with alcohol and maybe enjoying a pint and then they come over, go to Temple Bar and they're charged a tenner for the luxury of a pint. Certainly, I mean, in Nace, I don't drink pints myself, but certainly the people I know who drink pints, you'd pay about €5.10, €5.20 for a pint. In Ackle Island, uh, I was there in the new year, you get two pints and you still have change with a tenner, it's about four seventy each. So for some reason, it's double the price in Temple Bar and it's been described as hard to swallow. Final story, if you want to cheer yourself up, staying with the star, Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys has been revealed as the song that makes people happiest. The hit uh, ticks all the boxes in the formula devised by a university professor who has a PhD in music psychology. Uh, so he looked at combining a major key, seventh chord, chords, a strong beat, four beats in every bar and a verse chorus, verse chorus structure and apparently that's how you produce the perfect happy song. Other songs in the top ten list of happiest songs are House of Fun by Madness, Get the Party Started by Pink and Uptown Girl, which I can't stand. Anyway, but that's by Billy Joel. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com This, this is Newstalk.